Hello and welcome to What's Up Fandom. I'm your host, Josh, and today I am joined by a very special guest, Jordan Bourgeau. How are you doing, Jordan? Good, brother. How are you? Not bad at all. Um, so, Jordan, uh, we got you on here uh, because you reached out to us on Insta, and then I looked at your Insta stuff, and I was like, holy shite. That is, like, some of the coolest stuff I've seen. Um you do a lot of airbrushing, so like airbrushing like shoes and like masks. Like, dude, your your right. goalie masks and your dog masks. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, bro, like I, it's super cool stuff. So Thanks just for maybe some of our, uh, you know, uh, listeners who maybe not be familiar with you, where can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure, man. I'm sure nobody knows who I am yet, but that's cool. That's why we're here too, right? Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I go by like the artist tag Jbo Airbrush. And uh, that's what I do. I'm an airbrusher. So I paint everything from like motorcycles, goalie masks, uh, shoes, which is what uh, we'll be talking about later, and uh, even do body painting. So really my medium is just like is the airbrush. And I I kind of am an everything guy. I paint on all sorts of things. And uh, kind of only just recently have I sort of started to get into stop motion. Uh, So... Let's kind of let's kind of go back. Uh, we're gonna go back, back in the past. Sure, sure. Um, so, what really got like what got you started in uh, in like art and like airbrushing? Sure. Well, I was uh, when I was a little kid, I would just draw kind of like comic book style. My my brother's uh, still doing comic book style art, and uh, I kind of was following his footsteps. And I did that all the way till high school, where I started, uh, you know, playing drums, skateboarding, doing all that stuff. I pretty much stopped drawing. I later got a job in the automotive world, like painting cars and prepping, mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. Everyone there suggested I get an airbrush because I did have an art background. So uh, I did, and I was just hobbying along, and uh, I eventually got a job at a, a prop painting place. So they would make like dinosaurs for museums, uh, you know, like uh, half a motorcycle flying out of a building for, yeah. for Harley-Davidson Cafe, things like that, right? Those giant props. They're all foam, one made of, out of foam. One of those cool, like, half a bus coming out of a City Bites type of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. one of those. Totally, they would do that kind of stuff. And actually, weirdly enough, a lot of um, a lot of stuff for dentist's office. I've had dentist offices get, are made like theme parks so that kids aren't afraid to go there, I guess. I didn't you know, know that that, so that be, makes that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's a dentist. So, I mean, they're loaded. Yeah. So, so it's all these funny it. things like uh, like whales and sharks with like braces, you know, just cartoony, r- really finding Nemo-ish kind of, uh, you know, looking animals. And I worked there for about a year. And then I was doing, you know, airbrushing on the side, like painting things for, you know, for customers, just for side jobs. And I eventually just got enough of them that I went and did that full time. And that was about 10 years ago. So I've been doing Jabo Airbrush uh, as a business for 10 years. Nice. Uh, so, so you were drawing uh, since you were a kid. Like, was there anything, like, what are some of your influences? Like, was there anything, you know, super big in your childhood that you were like, you know what, I want to do this. Like, the, these are like the type of things I like to draw. Well, the, the thing that I drew the most, because I still have some old, uh, you know, drawing books when I was a kid was like Spawn. For sure. Oh, nice. Spawn was like number one. I did a bunch of that. Savage Dragon. And then a lot of them I was, and Predator. I remember I had like a huge Predator kick for a while. I was always just drawing. But a lot of those were sort of just, you know, copying and just learning. Well, I don't know, just learning how to draw by mimicking, right? Yeah. Um, and I'd say that those were like my, my biggest influences. I, really, my biggest influence was my brother. Because he's just like such a good artist and he's like three years older than me. So nobody cooler than your bigger than your bigger brother when you're growing up, right? 
Yeah. So, so, so what type of uh, stuff does your, uh, your brother do? Uh, well, he is comic book style art. He, he's actually working on his own comic right now called, uh, geez, uh, what's it called? Now he's going to kill me for this. Uh, something black. Wow. Can we edit that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're live. Uh, live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, his, his own comic book and him and his buddy have been writing on it, uh, writing it and working on it. And I think they're like going to be pitching it. And nice. uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. He's uh, Illuminate B, uh, N8B on Instagram if anyone wants to check out what he's doing. Nice. Um, so let's kind of go into uh, into airbrushing. So so you started doing that full-time about 10 years ago. Um, what? How difficult is that to, you know, just kind of like go from painting something like a car and then like props to going and doing like a pair of vans? Haha, <laughs> sure. Well, uh, I mean, the main thing that's different is you need to use different kinds of paints for the different different types of mediums you're using. You know, it can't the same automotive paint you use on a car doesn't really work on canvas. It'll just yeah. dry up. And so there's I have like for body paint, I use different paints for for every line of things. I, I got a different kind of paint, but really the tool itself is the same and it works the same for me. Uh, on whatever I'm painting. So that's, that's even what I kind of did with shoes. A lot of guys just sort of do color changes, you know, make the, the Nike logo, this color and do whatever. Yeah. I was really approaching it like goalie masks. Like I'm not spending a day or two on them. I'm spending weeks on them and they're like really intricate and detailed. Because yeah, uh, like I've, I've seen, uh, on Instagram, uh, we have, we have friends that, uh, used to do like a Disney star Wars and Marvel podcast um and like they would send me stuff and i think it was like enchanted brush but like it was it was a yeah, lady yeah. And she, she would do like scenes but she would like physically like hand paint hand them yeah so it was one of those i was like that it just seemed it seems crazy the amount of time yeah. uh but like it also feels like, like with something like yours like i know you did uh i think they were like they were a pair of jordans but i think they were uh it was either like a dragon or a dinosaur Oh yeah, the dinosaur ones. Yeah, yeah those those sure. those were like there are dragons one. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, like those, they were super sweet, and I'm just like, yeah. how how do you go from you know doing something you like uh, like you did the uh, um I would say Street Fighter Mortal Kombat ones. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, me Mortal too, Kombat. dude. So uh, it's, I'll it's, even it's, jump jump oof. back in. All black. My brother's comics all black, and those are uh, <laughs> dragon shoes. Now we're back. <laughs> uh, and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So. Their customer requests. That's how that happens. I'm basically a commission artist. So it, what's cool about that is it's all over the map what I'm going to paint. You know, I don't kind of have to sit there and think, oh, what should I put on these ones? Although I do want to do a couple for myself, but you know, those are, uh, I'm just doing them for the customer. So it keeps it interesting because a lot of times I'll paint something I wouldn't have considered painting or wouldn't even think is that cool. And then I'll put my own twist on it and be like, these are awesome. You know, I never would have done it, but what a cool what a cool idea. Yeah. Like, uh, so like, let's kind of go, uh, on with the, the Mortal Kombat ones. So you did the Mortal Kombat ones and I, like, you, that's when you, what you originally sent me out, like, these are cool. And then you did a little video over it, like a little mm -hmm. cool, like, you know, stop motion, like slow-mo esque type video. So let's talk about more like that type of medium. So what really kind of made you want to do more of like these videos as opposed to, just uh just like a, like a almost like a speed draw type of thing you know yeah, when you like you sure. do it and then you just like post that like what made the what made the change kind of come about 
Well, yeah, that's, I, I did a ton of those, uh, like time-lapse, like what you're talking about. That's the word, time-lapse. Yeah, I, I time-lapse my life, basically. I, I film everything that I paint now, and that was really huge for me, especially on Instagram, uh, just, just filming that process. But it's such a long process, I, I do everything in time-lapse. So that is all, all I was doing. And uh, I just basically, like, I remember when I was young, again, I was really interested in stop motion. I just couldn't do it then. Like, you needed all this equipment. You needed, like, crazy monitors for it and these crazy cameras. And I'm not from a rich family or anything. We couldn't get any of these things. And then now it's like a free app on your phone. And it's wonderful, you know. So I basically just downloaded the app thinking this would be, like, a, a cool next step. I did a test where I just thought, oh, I'll make it look like I throw a, a ball of tape and it wraps around the shoe and then I'll, I'll magically, you know, touch it with a brush and it'll get full of color. And I just wanted to see if I could do it. It ended up being like a pretty cool video. So I yeah. elaborated it a little bit more. And um, that was just this test one. And I knew later that uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this again, but like, better and really get more involved in it and make it like a an awesome shoe because this was i wasn't even painting the shoe i just did it just to see if the app would work for me uh so that's sort of my leeway or my how i got into doing any kind of stop motion so uh so the main one that you did was the uh um the mortal combat one which by the way a great one to you know kick off with to start yeah. that is Mortal Combat yeah, because you can do basically whatever you want with that. Like I think there's a, like there's a scene where I think a shoe kicks a shoe and then like a bunch of stuff like flies off of one. Yeah. Like that was yeah. that was a that was a cool bit. Um, so what like so so you started doing this. What other ones do you feel like you think would make really cool like mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah, and a, another cool motions, video. Yeah. Well, I already kind of think that like a Batman Joker would be really cool. Oh, that would be um, so I just don't know if I want to repeat myself in the way of it, it being the shoes fighting. Like the shoes fighting literally came up just because they were Mortal Kombat shoes. I wanted to have the shoes interacting and moving around. I think my original thought was to be like the shoe that painted itself, uh, which is sort of what I titled that first one, but really it's my hands doing it. I'm directing it with my hands. It looks like it's happening like magic, but, you know, my hands are still like an actor in it, if you will, you know. So I thought I would do one where, you know, the, the tape just rolls up and does all that. But because there were Mortal Kombat shoes, I'm like, oh, it's a way cooler idea <laughs> to make them look like they're fighting, you know, and that they're the characters that they're going to be painted as. I, yeah, I mean, I guess you could do something like Street Fighter wise, have like a like a ball of pain that's like a Hadouken and yeah. it just like hits yeah. and then like you just make the entire like bit where rio's like this like that would be pretty yeah yeah absolutely and i just mean it's uh it's within that realm i mean that you could just i could probably do tons of them i just don't know if i want them to always be shoes fighting but it it ended up being the first one but it's such a cool such a cool concept you could run like a whole line of them you know you could do a whole bunch so like are you like do you want to do more than just the shoes because i mean like i you could do it with uh oh that would be kind of cool like if you did it with like the dog mask just kind of yeah. like have the dog and just be like almost like run into like the mask and then like like print sure. itself yeah, on I there. Mean, I have thought of uh yeah if I should do it for like when I have another goalie mask that I have to paint. Even I thought like the way that I'm time lapsing them, like you could combine that in it too. You know, I could mm-hmm. have uh just it's the in between of the painting 
part that uh that you can do the stop motion with you know so yeah. like the mask is here instead of just having a video where i time lapse it then reposition my camera do the next section you know make it spin around make it move cool and at least it's a little more visual st visually stimulating to watch as the process is happening uh, i think that yeah there's lots of uh possibilities i could do with it but also like i am an airbrusher sort of first and I've got this uh, long lineup of jobs. I kind of got to get back into this ended up taking me months, you know, where I where normally it probably would have taken me a couple of weeks to paint those shoes. So, so if it takes you, you know, months to do it um, as opposed to, you know, just doing your mm -hmm. normal airbrush and everything, why do the, uh, why do the, the stop motion? I think it's just, uh, I just think it's cool. You know I mean? airbrushing even then isn't like the most lucrative business. I could probably get into a lot of things where I'd make a lot more buck, but I'm just sort of doing it cause I, I like to do it. And then stop motion is just sort of becoming a new passion. You know, I, I find I get like 10 years in something and then I gotta be like, I need something new to do, you know? So I was a drummer. I still am, but I've been a drummer for forever. And then I got an airbrushing and done that for like 10 years. And maybe, maybe stop motion is the new direction I go in. I don't know. For now it's cool because I'm really like new to stop motion, but I'm already like very good at airbrushing. So it has that kind of extra wow factor. I'm not just stop motion animating like, uh, you know, uh, characters like action figures or anything. Yeah. Not that that's not also cool. Uh, but it's just, I already have this like, pretty high skill set in one area. So to showcase it that way, but combine it with sort of like what's becoming my new hobby, it, it works out to be pretty cool. Uh, so, so you mentioned, you know, drumming and everything. Is there like, like not that I've seen a whole bunch, is there a lot of, uh, you know, like, I mean, I've seen it in some drums and everything, but is there like a call for like airbrushing or like painting of like instruments and like drum kits and everything like that? Yeah, it does happen. Uh, I've, um, I painted a drum kit of mine years back and uh, painted a few guitars. I have one more sort of like, I don't want to call it famous one, but really cool. one I did code that we call Skeletar. It's kind of like a kaleidoscope of uh, skull and skeleton things, you know, on like a metal, heavy metal guitar. Nice. Um, so yeah, there, there is a calling for that. The problem is I'm pretty expensive because I'm a fairly high detail guy. So musicians are broke a lot of the time. Yeah. So, you know, and the other problem that with guitars is that, you know, if you have like a $600 guitar. Yeah. You don't really want to put a paint job on it. Well, it's the more expensive ones, like the, the crap, like oh, the, yeah. the cheaper ones you could paint because they just have a painted finish. But if you have like a four or $5,000 guitar, it has like a beautiful wood finish on it. Mm -hmm. Why would you, why would you want to ruin that, you know, and paint it? Not that it would ruin it, but you know, you don't need to, it's already a beautiful piece of art itself. Yeah, I, well, it's like you just go to go to Target and get some of those like, yeah. like super cheap acoustics and just paint the shit out of all of them. Yeah, and just be like, yeah. here we got a bunch of acoustics if you want to display it in your home. Yeah, you could, right? But now you've got uh, you've got like a three thousand dollar paint job on yeah a on the four hundred dollar guitar. <laughs> no one wants the guitar. Yeah, that just that ends up being the struggle with uh, with painting instruments. Like I'll still do it when someone wants it, but it just becomes pretty rare. And yeah. again, being that I'm like working on commissions and that I'm kind of an everything guy, I'll paint whatever comes my way. Uh, really, if, if I like the job, uh, you know, I'm really trying to challenge myself and really only do like my best work. So mm -hmm. when people like say for goalie masks want just like team logos and a stripe, 
I kind of just send them to someone else because I'm not really that intrigued with that job. It's like, so you don't want, you know, like a cool, like your mascot is like a panther. You don't want like a yeah. cool, like panther mask because that would yeah. be a thousand times cooler yeah. than just yeah. panthers. Yeah, but <laughs> people know? have their things. Like a lot of guys really do like that. They like just like that clean, the logo you can see from across the room. The problem with the really detailed masks is they look awesome up close. But, but then from, further, but yeah, you know, down the stadium or whatever, you can't see what's going on. It's just a jumble of colors. So guys have their own preferences and, you know, try and make it cool however you can dealing with, you know, their guidelines. Have you done any or a lot of like canvas work? Like instead of like doing like an, on an object, like putting it on like canvas? Yeah, I have done a decent amount of it, but I'd say it's less. Like I do canvas work. It's actually great because there's no prep work. There's no clear coat, any of that stuff. It's just like you paint it and it's done. Well, you can put a finish on it to make it last longer, but it's not like doing an automotive finish. Yeah. Uh, so I like it. I actually do like that work. It's comfortable. You put an easel in front of you. It's an easy thing to work on. I don't get that, that many of them. I do have a couple uh, coming up in my lineup actually, but they're just more rare. Um, I don't know. Cause I think a lot of that is like a person that has like a line of paintings or painting paint things in a certain style and someone wants their style. So they go to them uh, where I'm not really like, I guess, showcasing a backlog of that kind of a gallery to really push for getting canvas work. Um, have you like, what, what's some of your favorite um, piece of art that you've done? Um, one of them that I would, that I would say I'm like probably the most proud of is I did like a full motorcycle and it's like a big, um, like cruiser style one with the front fairing and everything mm -hmm. like that for a woman who had like lost her daughter and it's uh the whole thing's a memorial piece so there's kind of like a sepia tone memories if you will you know down the side of it there's her as like a big blue angel on the front of the uh fairing it's and the whole thing's elaborate everything in it like there's like flowers in the background that are like her favorite flowers everything sort of has a bit of meaning to it and it was another huge job that like 300 plus hours or something like that um you know just a just a big undertaking and i think that's probably one that i'm like the most proud of nice um so we've we've kind of talked about uh you know the airbrushing and every everything like that what else are you like super into uh well the things that i am into these days are those so i'm a drummer and i've been drumming for forever i'm in a couple of bands i'm in a uh uh instrumental progressive uh metal band uh that i've been in for geez i don't know 15 years or something like that my brother's in it as well he's a guitar player so we're just like a musical and artistic family um that's called illuminated minerva i don't know if i said that once already but that's the, the name of that band and i'm in just like a for fun cover band uh called mr tuesday and we just like we do play gigs and things like that but the idea there is just to sort of play simple rock and roll and have some beers and party you know a little bit um then obviously airbrushing but it's become just such a part of my life it's my job now so it becomes less mm -hmm. of a hobby so i think that that hobby role kind of gets replaced you know when my hobby became my jobby you know i need a new <laughs> hobby now and i think that's where or stop motion is one of them i also have kind of gotten into a new instrument called a handpan they're sort of um they're like a meditation instrument, but they, they look like a UFO. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen Yeah, yeah. And like in... Uh, you play with your hands. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, They've got the sort of little circle tone fields on them. It's almost uh, like uh, that, like, uh, 
oh that one like almost like caribbean-esque drum instead yeah, but instead so of it being like a drum it's, it has an actual top on a it. steel drum yeah. Yeah, yeah so they've taken it and they put it on the top and they got a bottom which is sort of just actually some, the bottoms can get notes and stuff on them now too they're getting quite elaborate with the building of them but um yeah it's like that they kind of try and make it i think sound a little more like a little less islandy and happy i mean they're sort of uh more droney and uh ambient sort mm -hmm. of a, yeah kind of kind of like ethereal almost yeah, yeah for sure and so i've got a few of those now i've gotten into that and i've actually done some stop motion videos uh with those not really with those but with unboxings so i got my a hand pan and i did a sort of you know magical unboxing that was another mess around with the stop motion app where you know my hand just like points down and the box folds open and you know it looks like i'm directing everything that's happening uh so again, just kind of combining my, my hobbies there. I made a little um, clay hand pan and uh, arms, you know, at armature. And I made a little mimic what I was playing, made a little stop motion video with the hand pan. And the hand pan community quite likes that. It's a pretty small community, you know, so it's sort of my, uh, my footprint in, the, in that community. Cause I'm an okay player, but I'm not like as good as some of the guys that are just amazing. Right. But, uh, yeah, those are all, so I'm pretty busy with hobbies. And then with the, with Jay Wearbrush, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm doing editing, video editing. I'm doing, uh, you know, all my social media. It's, you know, it's a full more than a it's, full time. Job. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Like I, I am not artistically inclined, like at all. I used to draw right. stick figures that was yeah, my yeah. jam uh but i liked landscapes so like right. i would be like oh here's a landscape and here's a cool castle and there's a lot of little stick people to go yeah. into the castle <laughs> um right. but yeah like i i'm i'm right there with you dude like trying to do podcasts the yeah. editing the the reaching out to people scheduling all the social media everything it's it's a task yeah um, yeah exactly and, and even even in this uh stop motion venture of this i'm I'm doing, you know, all the photo editing and I'm, you know, I'm okay at that because I do my, you know, digital designs on, I don't use Photoshop, I use Clip Studio, but basically the same thing. And so all these, I'm, I'm getting rid of my rigging, I'm deleting my backgrounds, I'm doing it all, all by hand, all myself. So I'm just like working all day and I come home and I basically uh, half watch TV while I'm sitting on the computer doing all that stuff. And then now that it's done, I'm really on this part of it, which is, you know, kind of pushing it and getting it on social media and trying to get weasel whatever interviews I can yeah. just to try and get people to watch the damn video. It took me so long to make. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like I've like, we've like, we've primarily, you know, podcasts. So audio, um, yes. but like yeah. things are moving away from that now. Like everyone wants to watch instead of listen. Sure. And I'm just kind of sure. like, I almost feel like it's come back around though, you know, cause I don't think people were like podcasts are huge now where a number of years ago, who was kind of listening to talk radio? It was pretty, yeah. pretty small. So it's like, I, I like them. I, I listen to podcasts like while I work, uh, cause I just, you know, listen to the same music for yeah, 20 ex years. Exactly. Like that's what and I like, nice like to listen to while I work like podcasts in driving. Like yeah. I like I've done stuff in LA and like, I'm like, 
it's a good like maybe like 20 25 miles to la from from where i at so i mean you know yeah wow normally that's only like a 30 minute drive but it's california so that's about two hours yeah because this state sucks i'm um, actually in canada so lucky yeah what's that lucky yeah well yeah no so actually that's another thing almost to talk about with this this time uh everything that's crazy that's going on but we've been getting uh like kind of like government funding if you were out of work right and they even did a little bit of that for uh if you're a small business and you're affected i'm affected but i also took the time to work on this project uh knowing i won't be taking any money in so i've actually been getting paid like you know getting all my whatever covered we get two thousand dollars a month is how it works yeah um, we got we got twelve hundred dollars yeah the one once. time thing yeah and it was like like for me like i do podcasting and you know some voiceover stuff and the voiceover stuff for a while shut down because normally right. you go to a studio yeah. and you record and you and spit on a microphone exactly and all yeah. the studios are closed <laughs> yeah. so and like and no animation was getting done so it's mm. like, well, I can't do anything here because there's no animation getting done. Yeah. So it was like, I have a booth right here that's ready to yeah, go, man. but it's like nothing. And that was the thing that hurt me the most. Cause like I was supposed to go to, um, I was first supposed to go to uh, Vancouver and oh, yeah. do, uh, cause like the, I have like the dragon prince is in the show on Netflix and we do a lot of stuff with a lot of their actors and I was supposed to go up there and we were going to do a fun little project yeah. uh, with a bunch of their actors uh, yeah. and canceled. Yeah, I was supposed to now. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> there were, there were conventions that I was going to go to that we oh, had yeah. press stuff. stuff. So it's like, yeah. you know, going out and, you know, meeting all the different people and, you know, networking yeah. Shaking didn't hands. get to do any of that so it's like <laughs> like and since i'm self-employed i yeah. don't get to do file for any of that stuff yeah exactly so that happened I'm initially like, here too it was just if you lost you know if you're laid off but you had to go through your average kind of employment insurance or whatever yeah. you know uh whatever your guys is called and then here oh, yeah, ours, go- ours is very simple it's just unemployment yeah not very right. clever yeah uh, and then, and then, uh, they kind of added that like, okay, a lot of small business people are out of work too. And what can they do? You know? So they've kind of really opened it up. Uh, but I mean, the government sunk a ton of money into it and we'll see what happens after it, how our economy is affected by it. But, uh, I've basically been treating it like I've been paid a government grant to work on this art project because I took the time to do it. This is what I've done with my COVID time. You know, I've been, yeah, that's haven't a been great uh, way to do binge it. watching or playing too many video games or anything. I've just been like hunkering down and doing, doing this. So uh, I know I'll look back and be like, well, that's what I did during that time. And I'll be uh, pretty stoked on it. Yeah. I mean, considering you, you spent three months and you did a cool like stop motion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, video. It's like, what have I done? I've done some episodes. <laughs> sure. Well, who like, knows? Yeah. Like, and uh, the, the only good thing to come out of this was Zoom. That was like the only good thing to come out of COVID for me is yeah. because cause normally we record via Discord and Skype. Yeah. And there's not really a good way to get video off of Discord and Skype. So you were kind of like, SOL, you get audio just fine. But video right. was just kind of like, sorry. Mm. Uh, you can yeah. record your stuff, but not the other person's like SOL. Um, right. But now it's like with Zoom, like I can record your audio and your video 
and it puts it in a thing. So it's like, now I actually have to try and learn how to do like movie maker. So that's what I've been trying to do. Oh yeah. Trying to learn movie maker and make it good so that I can post actual oh. video stuff on YouTube. Cause like we have a YouTube channel, but it's just, we took all of our audio clips and just put a bunch of pictures to it. Cause we don't have any video for it. So yeah, it kind of right. looks not good. It looks sure. like a four-year-old did it. Um, and that's basically my skills and video editing. Yeah. Well, don't, don't use movie maker and get yourself DaVinci resolve. It's DaVinci free. Resolve. Yeah. This isn't going to be interesting for anyone listening, but it's free and, uh, it's awesome software. You can do anything with it. You can full on build animations. You can do it's wicked. Is it, is it, is it user friendly? Cause that's what I need. Like I can do it's, audio it's, editing. That's no problem. It's the yeah. video that I have so many problems with. It's, it's pretty intuitive. Like every time, like I was trying to use uh, premiere pro and every time I tried to do anything, I was like, this is excruciating. And then you look up a video and it's so stupid. You're like, why you're like almost doing script. You're like typing things in. It's ridiculous where every time with DaVinci, I do anything. I'm like, I watch a video, but it's like a two minute video and I go, Oh man, that's genius. You know? And it's, 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 I find it's really good. Uh, not being paid by them or anything like that. I think it's a great, I, th I just think it's a great video editing uh, program. I use it all the time. That's awesome. That, yeah, I've, yeah, I've been struggling with movie maker. I'm like, yeah. I don't like how any of this works. Agreed. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like, okay, it'll like put things in a row and add music or something. But if you need to do anything a little more involved than that, it's probably not going to be that great. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm, I was trying to put like logos and like insert things where they needed to be inserted. And it was just like, sorry, I don't know yeah. how to do this. And it was like, interesting. Yeah. Thank you. I just, I just do it. And if I run into a problem, I watch a YouTube video. YouTube's great. And there's just so much free information out there. Yeah. So uh i'm pretty huge on following things on youtube um so so you've got the so you've got the youtube channel uh and everything uh how like have, have you seen like a really big input like a tick during these you know we're stuck inside times well uh i'm only seeing it now that i released the video because i was pretty inactive during the whole time I'm not really one of these guys that's like a YouTuber where I put out a video a week and I'm strict on that. I'm yeah. like, I work on a project, I get it done, I put it up, you know? So I'm a little bit more, my videos are a little bit more rare, but this one's kind of a big one for me. And I think a lot of people that have been following me on my other social medias, primarily Instagram, uh, were, were anticipating the, the drop of this video. So uh, it's, it seems to be doing well now. Uh, we didn't really even talk about this, but those shoes were for Chris Brown. That's actually what sparked the whole Mortal Kombat thing. And that I knew it was going to be a big deal because he's a super famous guy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was like, well, I will, you know, I'll make this a big deal. I'll spend the time on it, do the video. And then in the end, hopefully he, you know, shares it, does things like that. And he, and he did. So he shared pictures of the shoes when they first happened and that got, uh, you know, got people coming over to my page and then nice. he shared the whole video on his, like, uh, his Instagram TV. And so that did a ton. I've, I've almost probably gotten like 10,000 new followers on, uh, on Instagram from that. That's is, worth it right there. Yeah, it is worth it. Uh, and I mean, again, I was getting that COVID cash the whole time too. So it's, you know, go Canada, I guess. God, stop. 
<laughs> yeah, that, 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 like, yeah, I, I talked to, uh, you know, my actor friends that they all live up in Vancouver. And so, mm-hmm. like, they'll, like, post something and I'll just be like, please, how yeah. can I get up there? I just, let me, let me come up there, please. It's, yeah. Yeah, definitely no, pretty, better than here the winters the winters are rough depending on vancouver so much but here the winters are rough it's uh, fine i love the cold i sure, moved you to, get like, it all you get it both as someone who loves the cold and who loves overcast days and everything like that i moved to the sunniest freaking state in the entire united states it's the <laughs> worst yeah yeah, it sounds nice to me, but I don't know. No, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. nice for a visit. If you come out here, like my first trip out here, was like it was it was to come to like uh, a big Disney convention and go to Disneyland. Perfect, yeah. loved it. Living yeah. out here for a year, I'm like, this place is terrible. Like, <laughs> I'd move anywhere else. Wow. It's, uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, so thanks for you know coming on, Jordan. Like this was this was super fun. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Again, I'm just trying to spread the word. And I thought, uh, you know, I'm, I'm known in the airbrush world pretty well and a little bit in the sneaker world. But as I delve into animation a little bit more, I thought I would reach out. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, have you, so speaking of, so in the, in the, yeah. the sneaker world and like airbrush world, have you thought about coming to... Like sneaker con? Is that what you're... There's, it's, in, it's here in Anaheim. Uh, I think it's Designer Con. Oh, okay. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, it's probably, you're probably right. I'm like, again, I'm, uh, I'm not myself so much of a sneakerhead. So I have like a couple of buddies whenever I'm working on, uh, you know, some sneakers and I need to know some information that I kind of call on for that. Uh, I don't follow it and I'm not huge in that world, but I'm just with the airbrush uh, skill that I have it translates well all onto the sneakers. Uh, I would say try to come to designer con. Yeah. Uh, it's it. I, maybe not this year, probably wait a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, probably won't be on this year. I it's guess. scheduled for November 13th through the 15th, but mm, time will tell. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we, we went, we went last year and like, it was a ton, like, I thought it was going to be like, a, oh, hey, you can come in, you can look at, you know, kind of cool stuff. Like, there's going to be art stuff, uh, which is primarily yeah. what it is. Um, but like, a lot of the stuff was like painted merch and cool stuff right. like that. And like, the shoe scene there was insane. Like, I walked in and I was like, oh, like, there's like just massive aisles just full of like shoes, like, artist shoes like painted shoes like all kinds yeah. of stuff like it was a really cool place so yeah, it's a huge like it's like a niche market in a way but it's huge the sneaker heads are like fanatics yeah. and spend thousands of dollars on mm-hmm. shoes you know on on not even like painted ones just like a vintage rare pair you know yeah. worth like ten thousand dollars and so yeah they're they're uh there's a huge market i did a thing in uh in toronto went to Toronto for a sneaker con. That's what I thought you were talking about. And they had like sneaker a sneaker con sounds cooler than designer con because it's like more specific. Cause exactly. It sounds, it's just sneakers. More telling. Yeah. yeah. So uh, same, probably same idea though, you know, and I, I was, uh, I couldn't believe the amount of people that were there and, and how huge they were into it. And just like, they were, they were like losing their minds about 
meeting a guy. I had no idea who he is, but he's like some guy who painted this or, you know, is on a guy that had like a YouTube channel where he like reviewed clothes and everyone just kept stopping him. Like he's a, he's this huge celebrity. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, man. It's a niche, a niche thing, but it's bigger than you think it is. You know? Yeah. Like that was one of the things I was, and like with designer con, since it's in Anaheim, like there are big people that come like, right. Yeah. Just like random people, like dudes from the Lakers were there and it was just like, they were just walking around buying stuff. And you're like, is that, was that LeBron? <laughs> and it was yeah, like, right, yeah, it was yeah. LeBron James. He was here and he was buying stuff. Yeah, uh, like cool. just like Jack Black was there just cause he was like, Hey, I awesome. like to buy cool stuff. Like he stopped by one of my friend's booths and they took a picture and I'm like, you met Jack Black? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, why didn't you call me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have come yeah. seen Jack Black. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it's super cool. Like one of those, one of those things that, you know, that's big. you like, like you use the thing with Chris Brown and like, you got like 10,000 followers. Like what happens if like yeah. you did a pair of shoes and LeBron liked them and yeah, it's totally. just like done. I can retire now with. Yeah. Well, with I, you know, I kind of hope it leads to that. You know, I hope that, you know, either his post of it or being just, he's got actual friends, you know, see them or something like that. But either way, it's a cool, you know, it's a cool spike in, in the action for now. Mm -hmm. And those things happen for me every once in a while. So have, it's good. It's good. Have you ever thought about reaching out to, you know, someone and doing like custom stuff for them? Like, we'll stay in the NBA. Like, have you ever like thought about reaching out with like the, the maple leaves or the Raptors and being like, Hey, I can, this is my work. Do you want me to do something for you? Yeah. And just kind of like on with that. Sure. I probably should, but I, I haven't so much, you know, I end up just feeling like busy with what I, what I have, but probably to hustle that would be smart. You know, uh, you might have to trade it, like do the thing where, you know, you're just doing it promotionally and you're willing to work that trade, you know, rather than getting paid for it. Uh, I'm not sure if you could weasel your way into both, but that would probably be the selling. You feature. never, you never know. Yeah, you never it, know it's, no. it's one of those, you're like, Hey, like, can I'll do this on, you know, whatever. And yeah. then somebody like sees it? that we'll and they're like, okay, we want to do like a whole, we want you to do like a whole thing of sneakers for the team. Like, and they'll yeah. pay you for a whole yeah. line of sneakers. And there are a few, there is a few guys out there that are doing like a ton of the, the pro players, you know, they're, they're really kind of like, not that they have that market corner because everyone reaches out to their own artists that yeah. they like, but there's a few that are like huge in that world. You know, I'm uh, relatively smaller and I am in Canada, which I don't know if it hurts me or not, but I'm not in the hot spot of it all. But, uh, but I'm, I'm a bit newer in it, uh, but I'm coming in with, you know, a uh, level of detail that not a lot of guys are matching. So, yeah, I would, I would definitely say, you know, at least look at designer con, at least again, maybe one year come down. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like you'll get a lot of exposure yeah. just cause everybody is down at these stupid things. Very cool. I will so, look into that. Um, yeah. So Jordan, like where can everybody find your work social media wise? Yeah, so basically I'm everywhere as Jbo Airbrush, which is J-B-O Airbrush. Uh, so, you know, Instagram, just all one word. On uh, YouTube and Facebook, it's like J-B-O Space Airbrush. And I am on almost all of them. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use it. Instagram's where I'm most active. And then I even have TikTok now. I'm uh, trying to do that. Uh, funny, I did like my second post on TikTok got like over 5 million views. So I was like, oh, TikTok's all right. Yeah, uh, that's not bad. <laughs> but then you know, the rest of them aren't doing that at all. Some I got some luck, lucky break there, I guess. And then, yeah, I'm on uh, 
Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, all the regular ones, you know, I'm there. Jable Airbrush. Yeah, and we'll put uh, those links along with the link to the uh, the Mortal Kombat video in the show notes. All you have to do is go in there, click on that. You can watch everything. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes are available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify. We're working on the Alexa thing, so you can say like Alexa Play. It's a process that we're going through, but it's it will hopefully work one day. Um, be sure and you know rate and review. Um, I mean, I know you know Jordan. You need people to like and subscribe the YouTube videos and everything like that. That's say how it, man. You that's how you get it. found. Totally. Yeah, there's there's 1.2 million podcasts on iTunes alone right now. Wow. So it's like, please rate, <laughs> review, yeah, anything. Yeah. That's how and people like, can find you us. You like me too. The, the little guys need it more, you know? Everyone's, oh, definitely. Everyone's listening to the few big ones. You got to support the little guy for sure. Exactly. Like, do you want to support the Joe Rogan podcast? Or do you want to support the animation station? That's I mean, you right. can do both. It's literally yeah. just a thing of the thing. It's like <laughs> yeah, done. Do <laughs> you can do both. You can do whatever. Um, but yeah, so Jordan, man, thanks, thanks so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, like likewise, man. Thank you so much. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Jordan Borjo. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See, Call me off had, guard there. He had, to, he had to throw the last name in and be yeah, like, Josh, yeah. can it pronounce it right? Yeah, no, uh, just caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, everybody.